Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to another episode of So Married a Horror Fan. It is June. It is June. We are in June. We are indeed. We are kicking off our Zombies Month. Uh, it is the all the month of all the things undead. And we are kicking it off with a 5x5 five five on something that is completely 150% unrelated to <laughs> zombies. Yes. Um, today we are doing a lovely 5x5, five five, but before we get there, I am one of your hosts, Simon. I'm Lee. And uh, today, our 5x5 five five episode, we are looking at our top five favourite horror mean girls. We are indeed. Very excited about this. Um, very, very excited about this. Um, for those of you that have never listened to a 5x5 five five before, this is how it works. We pick a topic. And then we go and make a list of five, our top five for that list. And then we go and do three honourable mentions. Uh, one of us will go first, do our three honourable mentions and our number five. Second person will do the same and then we go one apiece until we get to our number one pick. Um, if there's anything lower on someone's list and then the other person has it higher, we wait until the higher position to talk about it. But other than that, it's fair game. I think, given this list, I think I I think there may be one, two, three, four bits of crossover between these lists, but we will get into it. Did you find this list an easy one to do? Yeah. I see. I looked at it as like Mean Girls because there's a bunch of characters I wanted to put in. Because I was like, oh, but you're just a shitty character. Like I kept thinking about putting Riley from Hellraiser on there. But I was like, she's not particularly mean. She's, she's just a bit of a she's just She's just selfish and she sucks. Yeah. And that was kind of my thing with a lot of these people were like, I had to really find characters that were like, no, I want you to die because you're a fucking horrible human being and you are just nasty and evil and you may as well just be the killer because you're just a horrible person and you, get, you deserve everything that's coming to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will kick off this time. Because, why not? Sure. So, my honourable mentions. I feel like this one may be on your list, but we will see. Okay. I put Nancy from The Craft. Pop it. Okay. Pop it. I had a feeling, I had a feeling that she was going to be on your yeah. list. Uh, so, my first one is uh, Laura from The Craft. Yeah. Um, which, I, to be honest, I think is kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. We're not doing your honourable mentions at the moment, though. Oh, no, shit, of course we're not. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. So, my second oh, one... straight into my yeah. alternate. My second one is a team effort. Okay. It is the group minus Kate from Valentine. Um. Uh... So, it is Paige, Lily... Dorothy and Shelley collectively. We'll have to pop it slightly because uh, one of them does pop up on my list. Yeah, but I in the put... same spot, but yeah. one of them does pop up on my I list. I had to put them collectively because I couldn't figure out which one was worse than the others. Oh, I know exactly which one the worst one is. I know you're going to say Paige, but nope. Dorothy. We'll have to wait, won't we? Yeah. But, but so yeah, I was like, Kate's kind of innocent. Kate yeah, doesn't. Kate. Kate's... Kate's a lovely deputy Judy person. And she didn't deserve half the yeah. stuff that happened to her in that movie. Uh, my number one honourable mention, Jessica from Sorority Row. Was very nearly on my list, but I, take, I took her out Mate. and replaced her with the girl from Valentine. <laughs> She's a fucking prick. She is a dick. 
I mean, you watch you watch Sorority Row, and I mean to be fair, like there's a couple of them that you're just a bit like, mm, like, but that friend group is so weird because none of them feel like they should be friends of each other. Mm-hmm. Like Chug, it's Chugs, Rumor Willis, whose name I can't remember, no. the chick from Step Up, yeah, Jessica, who is the like main one, uh, and then there's Audrina Partridge's character who gets like. Spoiler alert, bumped off in the like, opening. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Asian girl whose name I can't remember either. No. But like none of them seem like particularly like they would be friends of each other or should be friends of each other. But They're she... all just like sorority sisters though, aren't they? Yeah. It's kind of like friendship by... It's like some of my friends, you look at the people I'm friends with, you're like, how did that mm. end up? And I'm like, I work with them, I spend like eight hours a day with that person. Yeah. And like with this one, it's like there's a scene, there's a scene in particular in this where she walks... She walks into a shower room and there's like a just a normal innocent girl showering and then she makes some like fucking horrible comment about her vagina not being waxed properly and like how disgusting she looks. And I was like, you don't even know this kid and you're like fucking body shaming her for no reason. And yeah, I just, I, I was really, every time I watch that movie, because I've seen this movie a lot, every time it comes to her death at the end, I'm always a little bit excited because I'm just like, you're an idiot and I hate you and you deserve everything that's coming to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number five on my actual list might be a bit of a cheat, but technically she is a mean girl, just not in the sense I think that everybody else would be on the on the list. I put Wednesday Adams. Okay, I did not put Wednesday on my list, but yeah, I see you and I get what you mean. Like, she's, she's cruel. Yeah. But... Not always in a bad way. She's just overly truthful. I yeah, because her problem. Because I looked at it. I looked at it through the prism of the second movie, where you've got her, and then you've got the girl who's played by Harmony. Harmony from Buffy. Yeah. And I'm like, she is a traditional mean, mean girl. girl. She is a bully, and she like takes great delight in embarrassing people that are different to her. But then, like, you look at, like, maybe not so much with General Tager's performance as Wednesday, because they kind of flip-flop about with her in the show as to, like, what her real intentions are. But if you look at Christina Ricci's performance of uh, Wednesday Adams, she shows very little, like, empathy, sympathy, like, any real feelings of, like, compassion towards anybody. Yeah. And... I get it that she comes from a family that is, like, a little bit off-kilter, but there are times when you watch those movies and you're like, what you're doing... Like, when when they're trying to kill Pubert, and I'm like, I get that this is the family that you were raised in, but you are literally trying to commit infanticide. Like, you're literally trying to kill a baby. Yeah. And, like, it's one of those things of, like, is she mean and is she horrible? Or is she just, like, socially awkward and just was raised in a weird family. So that's kind of why I say it's a cheat, but I was like, she's a bit too much of a harsh character for you not to go, that kid's fucking mean. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why she made my list. Okay. Well, my top three, my three honorable mentions, uh, as I already said, the first one is Laura from The Coven. The Craft. The Craft. Why don't keep, my brain keeps calling it The Coven. I've written it down as The Coven as well. Lol. Really odd. Is she the fucking racist bitch? She's the racist bitch. Uh, she's not really a major character, which is part of the reason she's not way further up on my list. 
Um, but she is vile. She's potentially the worst character in that film. Yeah, she's the one that's played by the woman who was Ben Stiller's wife for a little bit. I believe so. Who yeah. bizarrely looks like Robin Tunney in this movie. Yes, they look so they look fucking very similar. similar. Um, I, I feel like her, her being on the list is very self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, my number two honourable mention is Dorothy from <sighs> Valentine. It could have been any of them, but specifically because Dorothy is the one who lies at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, she is the worst of the lot of them. Mm-hmm. Kate is the best. Uh, and I was like, she deserves to be on this list. She deserves to die as well in this film. And she also deserves the way she dies and what happens to her. Yeah, I'm really annoyed when it comes to her and the way that the movie ends with her. Because, like, the movie implies that she was the killer all along even though you know it was adam slash jeremy spoilers if you haven't seen a 22 year old movie Mm. um but there was there is a scene there's an actual scene that they shot that they cut out where he actually like batters her over the head and puts her in the costume so you actually see him him do it yeah and i was like i really wish that they'd kept that scene in the movie because it just kind of like show like i mean i know she gets her just desserts in the end but i always felt like we there was that that bit of connective tissue was missing. i mean you don't really need it cause i think it's the shock at the end the first movie watching going oh my god dorothy's the killer and then the final shot where his nose starts bleeding and you're like oh, mm-hmm. she was framed yeah which kind of makes sense because she framed him and he framed her yeah. and like it's a circle of life nice baby symmetry to her. circle of life baby uh number one on my honorable mentions is michaela and sadie Nearly made my list. Yeah. And I feel like they are epitome of, of horror mean girls. They literally murder people for popularity. Yes. And then turn into raging bitches. The minute. I mean, I feel like they're already not very nice people before they become popular. But it gets worse and more obvious once they become popular as the mm-hmm. tragedy girls. Ellet man, all I'm saying is Brianna Hildebrand in that movie, she don't be deserving no Jack Quaid. No, she does not. She don't be des- Oh, is it, is it Ernest dating Jack Quaid yeah. or is it the other one? No, it's um, Hildebrand who's dating. She don't. She don't deserve no Jack Quaid. Um. Okay. Number five on my actual proper real person list: Tiffany Valentine. She's not mean though. Isn't she? No, she's really nice. Isn't she? She just did it for love. She knows She does do everything she does for Jackie for love. But outside of that, she's not a very nice person to literally anybody. Oh, Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. Um, I think it becomes very obvious in the newer in the newer series as well, like especially the episode that's set around her in season two, where you see how she treats people who like aren't her friends. They're um, Jennifer Tilly's friends, mm-hmm. which the way she treats everyone who comes to the party, like she's just a little bit better than them all. Yeah. See, whereas in Bride of Chucky, which we covered a couple of months ago you get the sense that she is quite a nice person. I mean, I don't know, because of the opening of that film, where she's basically dating a goth guy to kill him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I just... I I don't even I love Tiff. (laughs) I adore Tiff, as I feel is wildly clear at this point. Tiff is one of my favourite characters in existence. I have, have like, quite a bit of merch of her at this point. Uh, but I just, I think she's a mean girl. Ellen, man, she wanted to kill Catherine Heigl. I see no issue. <laughs> What's your number four, babe? 
Uh, Chris Harginson from Carrie. Uh, she is a fucking dickhead of the highest order. Um, if you've seen Carrie, if you've read the book Carrie, if you've seen the umpteen million different adaptations of Carrie, you know that she's not very nice. So the the first scene when you find out what a prick she is is the scene where Carrie experiences a period for the first time <laughs> in school. She's in the school showers and she charges in and starts throwing tampons at her and starts laughing at her and humiliating her in front of everybody else. She is also the one who sets in motion the plan to get Carrie uh, nominated as prom queen. And she's also the one that dumps the pig's blood on her head. So I nearly put Sue Snell, but then I was like, you know what? Sue Snell's not that bad. She starts off being a dickhead, but then she kind of like grows fond of Carrie. She's the one who gets Carrie at a prom date and kind of like tries to like befriend Carrie and, and get away from Chris. But Chris is like your archetypical like... I am the best human being in the world. And, like, she just... Between between Chris and her mum, like, Carrie, like... Never stood a chance. Is st- stuck in between a rock and a hard place yeah. with those two. And, like, she gets basically everything that she fucking deserves when, like, Carrie fucks her shit up at the end. So that was kind of the reason why I put her on there, just because she's just a fucking horrible human being. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So my number four... Yes, is not taking into account. I'm still vaguely taking into account where her character goes, but mostly her character from the first three movies. Gail Weathers, pop it. Okay, I did assume Gail would be on yours. My number three, Jennifer yeah. Check from Jennifer's Body. Also my number three. Hey, Woo, we match. Yeah, hey. Jennifer is a bitch. <laughs> Thing is, though, is Jennifer's the kind of, like, mean girl that I probably would have wanted to be friends with. Mm-hmm. Most of them, I'm like, I would want to be nowhere near you. Jennifer, I probably would have wanted to be friends with her. Yeah, and it's another one of those, like, weird friendships where, like, the, I I look at her friendship with Needy the same way that I look at, like, Tatum and Sydney in the first Scream movie. Yeah. Of, like, how the fuck are these two people friends? Yeah, like, it's normally they were childhood friends, like, in both yeah. of those cases. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, the weird thing of, like, you just kind of look at it and you're like, I don't, this doesn't really make yeah, it's, any... Because she talks about sandbox love, doesn't she, quite a lot in Jennifer's yeah, body. it's kind of like, you've never met my friend Becca. I've spoken about her before. Becca! Who I grew up with. But, like, if ever you see the two of us together, especially when we were younger, like, we don't... We still talk on occasion now, but like, we live very far away from each other. But, like, you'd see us out and about, and I was, like, your traditional emo kid. Like, mm. swoopy fringe, skinny jeans, like, the whole hog. Braces, glasses. And then there is Becca, who is this beautiful, lovely, long, blonde hair, very girly girl. Mm-hmm. And we made no sense, but we had been friends since we were babies. Like, we grew up together. So it never never From the womb to us. the tomb. From the womb to the tomb, babes. But, like, that never really was, like, a weird friendship for us. But other people would often say, like, I don't get why you hang out with her. Mm. Normally to Becca, not so much to me. But it's just, like, one of those things. Like, we were friends for so long that you yeah. just, you, that's it. You'd be, like, lifetime friends. But, yeah, yeah, I feel like Jennifer and Needy are very similar. Of Like, they were friends from very, very young. And you just kind of, you, once you've got one of those people, you kind of just hold on to it. Yeah, and, like, Jennifer's Body is an interesting movie because it talks about, like... It talks about a lot of things like female rage, like it talks about like 
the emotions and things that girls go through when they become teenagers. It talks about like female rivalry. It talks about like how like when girls go through puberty they can become like monstrous and i think that's what the whole like me like we've discussed it we did a whole fucking episode on it but like that is what the overarching metaphor is of like girls coming out of their like cocoons as it were and like becoming becoming terrifying and horrific moths yeah and like it's a bit there are parts of this movie that are a bit on the nose where they're like oh look man she's a teenage girl she's on a period she's a monster brah like whatever but, like, it's a fucking fascinating movie. Yeah. And, like, it's a woefully misunderstood movie. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah, I think I think I couldn't I couldn't not put Jennifer on my list. No, Jennifer has to be on the list, really, doesn't so, she? She is. Yeah. Joint number three. So, my next two should be fairly <laughs> obvious. Yeah. Uh, number two, Gale Hailstorm. Gale Hailstorm! Uh, yeah, I, I put Gale Weathers on my list for the exact same reasons you did. Because I was like, I rewatched Scream today um and like that first movie where she's like a turbo bitch oh yeah and she's all like hey man maybe sydney you uh didn't see your mum get raped by this guy and i'm gonna write a book about it and i'm gonna make sure this guy goes free and fuck you because fame 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 yeah and then like in the second movie she she starts to chill out a bit but she's still like that she's got some real fucking zingers in in that um in the second one like and the third movie like yeah. she kind of chills out a little bit in the second movie and it gets worse again in the third movie yeah and then in the fourth movie like her and her and deputy judy have that fucking weird rivalry because every like everybody wants to shag the dude who looks like a 12 year old with a mustache i don't know why i mean i get it because dewey it, dewey is low-key like the best character in the screen franchise with, without the surname prescott um, although I feel like the I feel like this the writers of Scream missed a trick because they were like, hey man, like Billy's mum came back for revenge. I watched Scream again today. Tatum and Dewey's mum's in that movie, and I'm like, you never see this woman again. Her daughter's been killed. Her son's been killed. And she's fucking disappeared. I was like, when is she gonna be a ghost face? <laughs> like, bring her back. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, and you see, even in like four and five particularly, I think that's when she like. Especially five, like by that point, like her and Sydney are like a hundred percent friends. Yeah, and she's not particularly bitchy in that film. I mean, she's barely in it, but she's not. She doesn't really have any zingers in that movie. No, except for the bit like at the end when she's fighting Amber, and Amber talks about how she fucking killed Dewey, and she like fucking sets her on fire. But other than that, but yeah, like those first couple of movies, man, she is fucking nasty. Like the scene and scene in the second one. When Debbie Salt is like questioning her, she's like, "Look, local woman, I know it gives you some charge to like rile me up, but give it a fucking rest." And I'm like, "Yes, Gail, but Gail never punches anyone. Gail's always the punched and never the punchy, which I think is no. Oh no, oh no, hang on, no, she she's does always the punchy in three. She punches fucking fake her because yeah, she goes, she does. "My lawyer liked that." Yeah, so in the third one, she punches someone, but. Yeah, never. I don't think she's ever killed a ghost face though. Has she killed a ghost face? Mm, technically, technically, her and Sydney tag teamed Amber. But like, I'm. I don't think she kills Mrs. Loomis or Mickey. I don't think she kills any of the ones in the first movie because she tries to shoot Billy, and then the fucking safety's on the gun. Mm. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we let Gail kill a ghost face every now and then. Who knows? 
but yeah, that's my number two. Gail, Gail rules. Well, I, my number two has been punted, so uh, we're going to talk about Nancy <sighs> from The Craft. This. This bitch. So Nancy is kind of the one who brings everybody together. She is kind of the anti-mean girl as well mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, she's the cool, older, goth kid. Mm-hmm definitely tell who i hung out with when i was younger um and she like throughout the film she slowly becomes worse and worse and worse yes to the point where we end up with her basically torturing robert tunney's character yeah um and yeah no nancy is just vicious and cruel and evil and like she has she has but then like she has sex with skeet Ulrich after he like allegedly like sexually assaulted one of their friends yeah and then she kills him, and then she like tries to blame the other girl for him being dead. She's like really manipulative and really like G wordy, and it's like, come on now, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like she's she's really really good in that movie. Like to be fair, all four leads: Rachel True, Nev Campbell, Robin Tunney, and Faruza Bulk are all fucking incredible in that they movie. Are. And like. Faruza Bulk is a genuinely, like, legit actress. Like, she's been in some really fucking... Like, she's Dorothy in Return to Oz. I know. Uh, which is always, like, fucking weird to me. We What was that thing we watched her in recently? Uh, we watched her in that Black Veil Brides TV show thing. She was the fucking kid's nan. Oh, yeah. She was in... Uh... She was all like, hey, man. Paradise City? Yeah, she was Andy Beersack's teenage baby mama's mum... Yeah. Or some fucking nonsense. Mate, I still want to know what happened to his frozen sperm. I know. It's been so long. Bella Thorne has a fridge full of Andy Beersack's cum somewhere. We're never going to find out either. I know. It's just fucking... (sighs) Makes me fucking sad. Um, But yeah, like, I've only seen The Craft once. But, like, her performance is so fucking memorable and so, I and mean, she nearly kills all of them. Yeah, she becomes like a Wanda Maximoff level fucking threat that they all have to team up against. Yeah, but like the thing is with her, like it's kind of like one of those six of one, half a dozen of the other things because it's like, is she evil just because she got fucking power mad and she got a load of magic and she was all like, I can do whatever the fuck I want, or is it one of those things of like, hey man, she's got like an abusive stepdad, she lives in a fucking trailer, like. She may or may not be getting abused, like physically or like otherwise, by her like stepdad. The movie's never really clear on that. It just that she lives in a shitty ho- how like home life, so they're kind of like, and that's that's the interesting thing about her particularly is that they try to make you th- feel like real sympathy for all of the girls, and then when she goes fucking mental, you're just like, well, you've just you just you just did all this this work to make me feel sorry for her. And then you're like, actually, no, she's a bitch. Lol. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, fucking stiff as a board, light as a feather. Fucking, God. That, yeah. That fucking movie, man. Because doesn't she, like, throw Skeet Auric out a window? Did I? Yes, yeah. if I remember correctly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't rewatched it since we watched it, so. And that was nearly two years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. But that was over two years ago. So, um, number one. I think our number ones are the same. Do you? Yeah. Choose it at the same time. One, two, three. three. Chanel, Chanel Oberlin. Oberlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I knew this was going to be the case. <laughs> there was no way Chanel number one, <coughs> Chanel Oberlin, was not going to be both of our number ones. Mate. She is the epitome of mean girl. This fucking kid. Honestly. Mate. She's just the worst. Can somebody just give, like, Emma Roberts a nice role? Can Emma Roberts just... Not like not like playing Spider Man's mum in Miss Madam Web, like because we know that's happening. But like, can we just give her some like chill role where she just? Yeah, because I'm trying to think like about a... it. Because like, so like she did Wild Child when I when she was still quite young. It's like the first thing Hotel I for saw Dogs. her in. Isn't she in Nancy Drew as well? Yeah, I think she's quite nice in Hotel for Dogs and Nancy Drew. Wild Child, she starts out as like a proper wild child. It's where the mm-hmm. film, the title of the film. And like slowly mellows out and becomes like a nice British boarding school girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't think she tends to play nice people very often. Yeah, because she's in, she did uh, that one, it's like Paradise Hills, she's in that. Yeah. She did fucking Scream 4, where she's an absolute fucking lunatic in it. She is at that, that lasts, like, that last scene in the house where she's beating the shit out of herself. Like, come, come on. Like, and then, yeah, Scream Queens, like, fuck it. Just this, but, well, The Holiday. She's quite nice oh, she's in quite The Holiday. Nice the, holiday actually, the Holiday's yeah. quite a nice film. I like that movie. <laughs> but, like, yeah. But, like, yeah, Chanel Oberlin is. She's like Queen Bee, mm-hmm. head of the sorority house. She's what Daddy's I imagine. Daddy's rich. <laughs> she's what I imagine Ariana Grande <laughs> is like in real life. Ariana Grande is also in this show. Yeah, she gets killed really quickly in it. She does. She gets her head mowed off, doesn't she? No, no, no. no, no. no she plays Chanel number three. Yeah, because she, no? she, she's number two. Because she's te- she's texting the killer, oh, and then she yeah. like dies. And she's typing. And she's like, oh my god, I'm being killed. And then she dies. <laughs> send. It's... No, because she doesn't send it. She's just about to, and then she dies, and then the killer sends tweet. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I would argue because because it was between <coughs> it was between her and Madison Montgomery, who is the character that she plays in season three of American in Horror Story. Coven, in yeah, because she's a fucking she's also bitch a cowbag. Yeah. yeah, she fucking sucks. And like, there's something about I think there's something about Emma Roberts, like and Ryan Murphy. Like Ryan Murphy knows how to write roles that she just makes like instantly iconic. Yeah. Because I don't know if she's in any of the other seasons of American Horror Story other than Apocalypse. Uh, no, she's not. She only pops up in Apocalypse, I think. But yeah, like as Madison, she's fucking evil. And then like in in Scream Queens, she's just it's not even so much the fact that like she doesn't really get like a redemption arc in either of the seasons. <laughs> like, they try... There's a couple of episodes where they try to reform her, but, like, it's just, like, the nicknames that she gives people. Like, there's a there's a, a lesbian girl that she, she fucking... Predatory, predatory Les. Predatory Les. She? And she calls, like, Death Taylor Swift. And, like, the fucking candle girl. I can't remember what she calls a candle girl. But it's, like, all the names that she comes up with for, like, Hester... And, like, she calls her, like, a fucking hunchback. And she's, like, talking about how, like, fucking disgusting she is. And um, she talks about, like, the uh, the maid that they fucking burn alive. Oh, my God. And, like, how fat and maid. disgusting she is. M- Mrs. Beach. Mrs. Beach. Because she fucking burns her face off. Yeah, she does. 
Mate, that show is great. And Emma Roberts is fantastic as Chanel. But yeah, Chanel is literally the worst person on the fucking planet. Yeah, and she's... And, and the, the thing, thing is, is, there's a legit killer running around campus killing people. Chanel is still worse than that dude. Dudes. Like, dudes. Yeah, and like, the thing is as well, like, you never, like, obviously you find out a little bit more about her as the season goes on and, like, her relationship with her parents in, like, the second season and stuff. But she just is, like... The thing is with her is normally when you have a mean girl like Chanel and something, you kind of, at some point, there's like a redemption arc or there's mm. a reason why they're so horrible. But like Chanel, there's not even really a reason she's so horrible. Yeah. Like her parents are just a bit distant mm. and not that interested in yeah. her. Like it's not like she had a really horrible upbringing and like her parents were like horrible to her. They just didn't really give two fucks. Yeah. Like, if I remember correctly, or is that, um... No, and then she... Earmuffs. She was one of the, uh, like, original pledges on the day, like, when the fucking Red Devil Killer originally struck and everyone yeah. got killed. Like, the girl got burnt alive with the fucking... With acid. Acid and shit. She's just like... She's like Regina George, like, she didn't on think she, crack. she was one of the pledges, but she was already... No, she was already in the sorority house at that yeah, time. Yeah, but she took over from the girl yeah, who... Yeah, but she literally... The girl died, and so she now was like, it's my job now. Yeah. She's just... Like, she is... She is the one thing that makes that show, like, endlessly rewatchable. Like, oh, yeah. Not the second season so much. I think she's funny, though, in the second season when they become doctors. Yeah. Nurses, whatever yeah. they are. And Her she's and the like, two other Chanel's. Uh, three and five. Three and five, yeah, because we don't find out what happened to number four, do we? No, because three is Billy Lord, five is Abigail Breslin. Two is Ariana Grande. Six is Hester. Yeah. And then one is Chanel. Yeah, there's a Chanel number four out there somewhere. Yeah. It's just never addressed. There's just not a Chanel number four. Yeah. And, like, she gets some incredible scenes with, like, Jamie Lee Curtis... Like, who, who's also... Because she keeps calling her Dean Boxmunch, which yeah. is fucking just, like... The interplay between the two of them I is mean, so funny. I mean, to be fair, Dean Munch could have been on this list as well. Yeah. There's a lot of mean people in this it show. It's a really mean-spirited show, to be honest. Yeah. It is like... Somebody described it as Mean Girls if it was a slasher movie, and I was like, you are not wrong. You aren't. Yeah. And, like, Nick Jonas is in this bitch. Yeah. Uh... What's his face? Glenn Powell's in this. Glenn Powell's in Kiki it. Kiki Palmer's in Kiki this. Kiki Palmer. Uh, Lucian Lavascount's in it. Oh, great. Yeah. It's a great show. It's a fantastic oh, um, show. Nassim Padre's in it as Nassim well. Nassim Padre's in it. Oh, fucking what's his face? He plays her dad. Oh, yeah. Oliver Hudson. Oliver Hudson's in it. Um, Rachel Berry's in it, if that does it for anybody. Oh, Leah Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who, surprisingly, you would think... Given how she was on Glee and how she is at IRL, you would have thought she would have played Chanel number five. Yeah. Chanel number one, sorry. Like, I think I think the thing with Emma Roberts is, and I think this is why Madison and uh, Chanel work so well as characters, is because Emma Roberts is a diminutive human being. She's very small and she has, like, a very childlike face. And she has 
excellent resting bitch face. Yeah. Like, she practices that in a mirror. It's on point. Yeah. Because it's the same thing that I have with, like, Jenna Ortega. Every time I see Jenna Ortega in anything, I'm like, don't don't you say those words. You are a child. Or a she tiny looks, human. <laughs> she looks like a little kid. I do adore Jenna Ortega, to be fair. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Emma Roberts, excellent ghost face. Excellent mean girl. <laughs> just generally... Just, just the best. Excellent holiday. Yeah, because I can't remember who's who. Because Billy Lord's one of the witches in Coven, isn't she? Yeah, Billy Lord's one of them. Uh, the girl who played Precious is one of them. Yes. Uh, what's her face? Who plays Violet in the first season? Oh, Vera Farmiga's Vera sister, Tyser. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of the younger girls. Stevie Nicks is in it at one point. So, yeah, Stevie Nicks shows up. Uh, what's her face? Jessica Lang plays... Oh, what's her name? Where's my pop? Where's my Funko pop? I've got a Funko pop of her. I can't remember what her character is. You do? I'm pretty sure I got you a, the Hot Topic one. She's, like, splattered in blood. Yeah, she? she's around there somewhere. I can't can't remember, for the life of me, remember what her name is. Fiona. Fiona Good. There we go. Is, that, is it her who plays Fiona or is it... Yeah, it's Jessica Lang who plays Fiona. Because she's, like, the leader of the coven. I thought it was the other one. Oh, Sarah Paulson. Her name's Sarah Paulson. Yeah. No. But yeah, that's... I knew I knew instantly when we were putting this list together, I was like, we're both going to have Chanel as number one. Yeah. Like, I knew that there'd be a little bit of crossover. But yeah, I, uh, I, I'm I, very surprised by how similar both our lists are. But yeah, that's our list of our top five horror mean girls. Who would be your top five favourite horror mean girls? Let us know. Come find us on social media. S-I-M-A-H-F-Pod on Twitter and... We are also on Tumblr and Instagram at So I Married a Horror Fan, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, do you agree with our picks? Disagree with our picks? Like, let us know. Um, check out Scream Queens if you haven't. It's on Disney Plus currently. It's fucking legit. Um, and yeah, come let us know. Join the discussion. And we will see you guys on Monday for our first episode of Zombie Month, where we'll be looking at Shaun of the Dead. All right. Peace out. Stay spooky. Stay safe. Take care, guys. Bye.